Hey, welcome everyone to the Man Life Podcast. Yep. Now, uh, my name is Scotty Haynes, and I'm going to be hosting today. On our controls is uh, is Connor Mason. Yeah. And uh, man, I'm excited. This is the very first episode, inaugural episode, the, the inaugural episode, <laughs> and. Um, We'll look back at this one and say this was the launch of greatness. Mm-hmm. So now, Connor, I, I was thinking is we're going to introduce our guest here in just a minute. This may have been before your time, but uh, but and I've actually been watching this lately. It's really funny. I can tell I'm getting older. I'm going back, you know, bringing up some old shows. Now there was I don't know if you remember Matt Dillon. Do you remember Matt Dillon? Ah, uh, just pictures. I heard okay. Of him. So Matt, a Dillon, bit of a stud in sense. He was a law gunsmoke. Oh, yeah. You know? Okay, yeah, yeah. Yeah, Matt Dillon. He was a lawman. He had uh, strong jaw. Strong jaw. He had Festus. I mean, uh-huh. Miss Kitty. I mean, he had these people. And I remember, like, my dad would watch this all the time. He was just like, you know, kind of a man's man, and um, and so it's just fun to watch. But we got someone today oh, that's better than Matt Dillon. <laughs> this guy. Is he he is uh he's he actually was in law enforcement for uh over forty six years. Sounds like a bit of a stud. A bit of a stud. Bit Served of a stud. well, and then I, and then he was a uh, our, our county sheriff and uh, the Randall County Sheriff, and just did an amazing job. And so today we're excited for the very first one to have the man, the sheriff Joe Richardson. So Joe, welcome today. <laughs> Listen, thank you. Thanks for having me. But you, for, when you were talking about Gunsmoke, you forgot Doc. Okay, Doc, yes, you forgot Doc. Now, and I don't, and I don't think Janet would want to be Miss Kitty. So, <laughs> she probably would frown upon that. She's Janet is, uh, is has way more integrity than Miss Kitty. I think Miss Kitty, she ran like a brothel, right? Well, she ran a saloon. So that's right. That's a right. Saloon. Okay, so let, I don't want to. I don't want to misspeak a little bit, but uh, Joe, thanks for being part today. And uh, you know, we are uh, we we're going to have so much fun. But we are just trying to show men just let's let's how we can live for Christ and other men that have done that. Mm-hmm. So we're excited. So how's uh, how's retired life? I, I absolutely love retired life. You know, I didn't think I thought for the longest time I couldn't retire. I didn't have a life. And uh, then I met Janet, and we married, and life is good. That's amazing. Yeah, she, she, she might, she made it happen. So. <laughs> now, how long have you guys been married? We've been we've been married uh, just over three years. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah, that's it, awesome. It'll be it'll, it'll be four years this August. Okay, mm-hmm. Janet. It's always easy for me to remember Janet. That's my mom's name, so it's <laughs> easy for me to remember that. And. Um, so you're, I know you're retired. You guys, you're traveling a lot. Didn't you just take an amazing trip to Israel? or A trip of a lifetime mm. to get to go to Israel, to get to actually walk in some places where Jesus actually walked. Wow. It's, it, it was an amazing, amazing trip. The, the, best, the best thing about it, and I didn't realize how much of the Old Testament we would be talking about when we were in Israel. Mm. I thought... We're going to be all talking about Jesus's life in the New Testament, yeah. and, and and it made the Old Testament and the New Testament come together. Oh, that's awesome. just like that. That's awesome. Yeah. It was it, it. It's all right there. That's so cool. Mm-hmm. I, I know you said you did a lot of walking. Yeah, yeah. 
I was, I was shocked at how much we walked every day, and it was uphill everywhere we went. Yeah, yeah. it's like when you went to school, when you growing up, when you went to school. Yeah, uphill both ways, both barefoot, ways, that's snow. Right. Yeah, that's right. uh, man, I know. I remember you just sharing some of that trip. I I want to go to Israel. Oh, I yeah, think that dude. would be awesome. Anybody that ever has a chance to go should take not just a tourist trip, but a pilgrimage. Mm. Oh, that's great. Uh, a pilgrimage trip to Israel. And it and and to see, it, it makes any doubt in your faith, mm. uh, uh, in the truth and, and veracity of the Bible, it makes your, fa your faith so much stronger. That's oh, awesome. that's, that's great. I know, you. how many days were you there? We were there in country 10 days. 10 days. Fun. Is that a long, is that a good good time? Um, you'll run yourself to death trying to see everything in 10 days. It, it, it'd probably take 30 days to see everything you wow. wanted to see. Wow, well, I know, I know people that go. I've never heard anyone go, especially that it is a Christian that wasn't just blown away and yeah. talked about how it just Same. changed them. Yeah. Um, okay, so now, but let's go back to uh, your sheriff days. Now, listen, I, okay. I, we, we know you pretty well, so we've been able to hear a few, <laughs> a few stories. But what I, I think of, you know, as men, we, we understand that we're not perfect. Very Connor, true. You're not perfect, right? No. Nope. Yeah, and I, nope. Joel, I know you're not perfect. I'm not perfect. <laughs> and I'm far. And I, you can ask my wife, Shelly. I'm yeah. far from perfect. Yeah. And so, uh, but you know, when even when we're imperfect, we can still get back up, try to do, try to do the right thing. So tell us, uh, I'd love to hear a story where, um, which if you have any, because I know you probably didn't make too many mistakes, but in law enforcement, a story where you like, man, I messed this thing up, but, but you know, you still stuck it out and we're in law enforcement so long. And sheriff for how many years? Well, I was sheriff for 20. That's amazing. That is Five great. terms, yeah. Yeah, so make us feel make us feel good about our mess ups. Okay, <laughs> this this started right at the very first of my career. I, I was actually working for the West Texas uh, University Police Department, which is West Texas A and M today. Mm, yeah, and um, and I didn't know anything about being a cop. I didn't know. I just knew that I liked the difference in right and wrong. Mm. And and I was on midnights and stuck there by myself. And uh, <laughs> and this pickup, red Chevrolet pickup, came speeding through campus, got on in one of the parking lots and did a little donut, and I just knew that wasn't right. <laughs> You're like, hey, I know this isn't. So, man, the adrenaline was up. Yeah. Let me tell you, this guy messed up on my campus, <laughs> and I'm going to talk to him. And so I flipped on those red and blue lights. And the first time you see those things coming out and it's above you mm. and not in your rear view mirror, yeah. it's pretty, it's, it makes the adrenaline start pumping. And all, I didn't even know what I was going to say to the guy. I just, I didn't know if I was going to write him a ticket. I didn't know what I was going to do because I didn't know how to write a ticket. Yeah. So anyway, I stopped him and he pulled over right in the middle of the parking lot. And I got out of my patrol car and started, and I had a big old flashlight about this long, <laughs> and I had it on my left shoulder because I knew this was my gun hand, and I didn't know what kind of outlaw I was going to run into. Come on. And so I got out of the car, and I started walking up there to talk to him, and I, I, I was shaking. I was so excited and, and, and nervous, and I'm walking up to his truck, and about that time, my patrol car passed me. 
And I forgot to put it in park. Oh, my God. And it ran into the back of his truck. And I said, I said, do you speed everywhere you go? He said, do you run into the back of everybody you stop? I said, let's just call it a night. Got back in my car and left. So. Oh, my God. <laughs> so, this was your first? That's my very first traffic stop ever. Oh, oh my gosh. Man. <laughs> man, I tell you what, I bet he was surprised. Yeah, I was surprised. I bet you were surprised. <laughs> Here he yeah. comes. Learned oh a lesson. Gosh. Put your car in, in park. park. Oh, my gosh, that's funny. I, I know, you know, it's isn't it? You you were in a hurry. You wanted, You were pumped up. I was pumped up. I forgot to put it in park. Yeah. <laughs> now, every time, like when you were going on call, in, in, in handling something like that, was every time your juices like pumped up, or did like as you were in it longer, just at at first, yes, yeah. At first, your adrenaline's flowing because you don't know what to expect, you don't know what's going to happen, you don't know what's going to take place. And the older and the more seasoned you get, the more time you take driving there. Yeah, it's like you get a fight call at the KA Lodge. And you know that there's going to be blood and beer everywhere. And it's a big fight. And the older you get, you learn to go fill up with gas, <laughs> check the oil, take your time driving over there and arrest the last guy standing. And that way you don't get in the middle of a whole bunch of fights. That's true. That's wisdom. <laughs> That's wisdom right there. My goodness. <clears throat> you know, uh, what? what is like uh, the... The, the thing that you feel like that was one of them, you'd like, this was so intense. You have, I know you probably have so many, but you're like, this one I knew going in, I was just like, had to be really focused. Thing you dealt with that you can share. Maybe yeah. it's top secret. Yeah. <laughs> you know, you know, uh, domestic, domestic calls, mm. domestic violence, family fights are the one you've got to stay on the top of your game. Because even if the man just beat the crud out of the woman, if you try to arrest him, chances are she's going to sneak up behind you and hit you with a skillet. Oh and, so, and so going into those situations are the most dangerous. Mm. Going in to arrest... Um, Uh, a big felony case that involves drugs mm. or that involves uh, real, real violence, robbery, those kinds of things. And you're going in the house to make an arrest and you know you've got to be sharp going in. Mm. Wow. Well, you, you've, you've done, I know, so much over that time. You, you should write a book. I should. You should you write should. a book. I think if you write a book, you should call it uh, Keep the Main Thing the Main Thing. Where did you come up with that? <laughs> we did some recon reconnaissance talking to your son today. Uh. And uh, <laughs> we, we, we have it set right beside Justin at, uh, at the coffee shop, and he heard us talking. And uh, he told us you know, about writing a book. I was like, that's a great idea mm. and he also said we should make sure we uh, allow for plenty of time <laughs> to talk <laughs> so we're like uh okay that's good advice i said i'm glad to, you really should write a book though that would be awesome oh it would be and uh you know i think i think one of the things that's so amazing about um the role you were in for so long is 
is that when I think of a sheriff, I think of a servant, you know, and one that serves their 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 county, serves their community. What is it that you that what was the thing you found the most joy in or just in being able to serve a community? Just exactly that. Mm-hmm. You, you, you just said it. You know, people are willing to pay a reasonable amount of taxes for a reasonable service. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and, I, and, and if, when the sheriff's office is more interested in the softball game last Saturday night than they are in helping people today, we're doing the wrong thing. Yeah. And so I wanted everybody to come to work every day ready to serve. Mm. And that does that doesn't mean chasing every criminal to the end of the world. Yeah. That means basic things like our number one job is to protect people's rights. Mm. Wow. Our number one job is to protect their rights. That's great. And 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 so when people are out demonstrating for instance even if you don't agree with their cause, they have the right to be there. Yeah, they have the right to speak, mm. and our and our main job is to protect people's constitutional rights. That's awesome. Yeah, you know I love that you had you have that mentality and you had that mentality because, you know, culture has tried to get us to a place where. Uh, where if you disagree with something from someone, then then that means that you're out to get them. You're you're this and that. But I could see from the role that you played as men, we can disagree. Yes, and we can disagree with what's going on while still saying, let's talk about it. Where let me try yeah. to at least understand where you're coming that's from. Good. And uh, man, that's great too. And what did you what as you as you led a staff of people. And you talk to them about that that serving. What what was something that helped them keep that in front of them? I think as men, we're often we find ourselves around people that we're leading, even if it's our family. How do you? How would you do that? How did you keep that in front of them and focused on the the main thing? You know. Yeah. I it it, I, it, it took several things to do. The first thing that I came up with was what we called wow coins. Mm. It is just a sheriff's office coin with our logo on the front and WOW wow mm. on the back. And I gave out three or four to every supervisor of those coins and I wanted them to be valuable to people. Mm. I got a coin. Well, here's, here's how you get a coin. Not for just doing your job, for going above and beyond to where people, when they talk about it to someone else, the listener says, wow, mm. I can't That's believe so cool. the sheriff's office did that for you. What a good incentive. And, and so when I first came out with those wow coins, I had this one deputy who was, I, I will call, um, not very motivated. <laughs> He was lazy. Needed a little prodding? Yeah. Mm-hmm. You couldn't get him to hardly take a call. And so after I came out with those coins, he got a call, a, a medical call, 
of a diabetic of a diabetic in, a, in an episode just down the street from the sheriff's office. And I thought, I'm going to follow him down there and see what he does. How does mm. he handle this? Mm. And so I was a minute or two behind him. And this guy also happened to be diabetic, oh, the, the wow. officer. So I go down there, and the front door is standing wide open of this house, and he's inside, and I walk in just in time to hear him say from the kitchen, sir, how would you like your eggs done? This guy knew exactly what that man needed. Wow. And it was a wow. That's cool. It was that a wow cool. moment. And that's the first wow coin I gave out. Oh. Was then. Well, wow, wow to that. Yeah, I know. That is awesome. So the second thing is I did, told, uh, did that What did that do for that guy? He knew what I expected then. Mm, he knew how to serve. He was so proud of that coin. I mean, he hung it on his wall. You know what I mean? So you're saying we shouldn't lessen the level. We should give people something to reach for. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah right. Give them a good reputation to live up to. Come on. I like it. And yeah. so um, the second thing I did was I told this story over and over and over to my mm. guys. Mm. And y'all have probably heard it. Uh, if you haven't, you haven't been around me much. But <laughs> I, this is what I told even the newest of deputies. Here's how I expect you to serve this community. You get a call of a man out in the rural Randall County who's mowing his yard. And uh, he has a heart attack while he's mowing his yard. And you say, well, Sheriff, that's a medical call. What does that have to do with me? Mm -hmm. Well, I want you to get there. I want you to beat the ambulance there. You're going to beat the ambulance every time. They've got to be called out. You're already out. Mm -hmm. And I want you to get your automatic defibrillator out of your trunk. And I want you to shock the man if he needs shock. And if he doesn't need shock, I want you to give him CPR till the ambulance gets there. Well, and once the ambulance gets there, I want you to help load him on the gurney. I want you to help put him in the ambulance. I want you to uh, direct the ambulance out, get him headed to the hospital, then go back and finish mowing that guy's yard for him. <laughs> and I want you to go in his house and find his keys and lock his house up and go to the hospital and check on him and see how he's doing. And that's how I expect you to serve this community. Ooh. So come on that above and beyond. Yeah. Well, that's how you get four or five terms. <laughs> <laughs> well, and I think that's it's awesome. A, oh yeah. It's what's such a great principle for us as men is like, do things right. Yes. Yeah, do do right. things right. Great things follow. We do know you were uh, reelected many times. And, that's amazing. and so that, that, I think that speaks to one of the mm. reasons why. And so, man, that's great. Just, that's just great leadership principles mm. as a man set the bar high, do things Amen right. So, so cool. So let me ask you this question. When, you know, this is, uh, we're, we want to encourage men of, of, that serve Christ to be all they can be. And so when I just say the name Jesus, what does that, what does that make you think of in, in your life and who he is? Well, <laughs> Jesus is the main thing. Come on. Okay. When I said, keep the main thing, the main thing, that's part of what I was talking about yeah. keep the main thing the main thing jesus is uh my redeemer jesus is my best teacher role model you could ever have yes jesus um is of course my savior jesus is my everything yes and so 
Uh, Jesus is at the center of our marriage. Jesus is at the center of life. Come mm -hmm. on. And so, uh, you know, when I used to tell young guys that were in a patrol car, they're, they're, we, we had one-man patrols, not, not double patrols, okay. one-man patrols. Mm -hmm. And I tell them, uh, Jesus was always my co-partner, my, my co-pilot, my, my uh, partner in mm -hmm. the car with me. And if he's not your partner, where does your hope come from? Oh, yeah. And so um, we, I, I tried to raise up a group of men and women that had that mentality. Yes. Well, so. And I like you said, you, he's at the center. Everything should be centered. Yeah, it comes around him. That's right, around Christ. He's not just on a pecking order. Everything in our life filters around that. When did you, uh, when did you give your life to Christ? When I was eight years old. Eight years old. Yeah, yeah. Now, the first time I got baptized, believe me, it was just fire insurance. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, didn't, with you, I didn't know that I was to become the righteousness of God on this earth. Yeah. Yeah. I just knew I didn't want to go to the place the preacher was talking about. <laughs> yeah. and, uh, and, and that was the first time. The second time I got baptized was in Israel, uh, in the Jordan or the Yardan River, uh, of course, where Jesus, not the same spot. Right, sure. The river where Jesus was baptized. I wanted to, and just this past year was rebaptized there. And I did That's that amazing. simply because I wanted more of the Holy Spirit. Come so, on. So, uh, I think that's powerful to think. I mean, as men, we, we uh, living in accordance to Christ, we're empowered by the Holy Spirit, and we need it. Yeah. I, I was mm -hmm. thinking of this yesterday. Uh, the, the thing that's been on my heart a lot in prayer has been, I don't have to rely on gut or intuition. Amen. I rely on the Holy Spirit. Amen. And um, and I, I mean, I'm sure you saw that just, I think at times we forget how practical that is in, um, in our work. Mm -hmm. Like, uh, I'm sure you relied on the Holy Spirit as a sheriff. Every day. Every day. <laughs> and how, how and, I, and I'm, a, I'm not afraid, but it, I, I wish and hope and pray that every man that says they're a Christian would understand the power they have to Amen. rely on the Holy Spirit in their life in every setting, family. You know. let, let, me, let me tell you that it has not always been that way in my life. In, in fact, um, I was about 45 or 46 years old before I understood mm. that's the only way things are going to work right. Mm. Wow. Now that now let me tell you that prior I still make mistakes today, but yeah. but prior to forty five years of age, I made not only mistakes but the same one <laughs> you know, <laughs> over and over, and uh, and that was this: I was at the center of my life, mm. and not Christ, and not the Holy Spirit, and when you're attention is all on yourself believe me people can hurt your feelings mm -hmm. uh, people can make you mad because it seems personal because i'm yeah. the center yeah yeah and it's my ego who that put me there pride such a trap and, mm. and 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 who ever everybody knows pride cometh before the fall that's Amen. right yeah. and uh, i fell and I fell, and I fell, and I fell, and every time, it was over putting me at the center. Hmm. That's mm -hmm. what a what a valuable life lesson. Yeah, thanks for sharing that. Yeah. I think a lot of guys deal with that 
and oh. no man's immune. Whether you're a manly man or just yeah. you think you're just a normal guy, that's a trap. And it'll rise every, up. Every time that there was a argument or a fight in my mm. family, in my marriage, it was because I had me at the center. Mm. That makes every sense. time. I could see it. I, I, me too. Yeah. I've similar circumstances my own. Yeah. yeah. So if uh, if you had this uh, one piece of advice <laughs> that you could give to, to we, men listening, we 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 we've already covered it. And 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 <clears throat> keep the main thing, the main thing. Keep the first thing first. Mm. Whether you're uh, in your marriage, if Jesus is at the center of your marriage, a three-stranded cord cannot come on cannot be broken. Um, when you said that earlier, you really caught me off guard when you said, keep the main thing, the main thing. And I went, where did that come from? <laughs> but I, Holy I, Ghost Fireball. The, as sheriff, I ended almost every talk I ever did with 1 Corinthians 10, 31. And I applied that principle to the sheriff's office and, and particularly to our men and women is whether then you eat mm. or you drink yes. or whatever you do. Now, I'm Ooh, pretty literal, pretty literal. Yeah. And I take whatever you do to mean whatever, whatever you, you do. do. Yeah, that's yeah. right. <laughs> uh, and do it to the glory of God. And if you do it to the glory of God, it doesn't matter what you're doing. Number one, you'll give it your best. Amen. Yeah. You'll give it your all. Number two, you're doing it for the right reason. Mm, that's right. And and number three, your outcome will always be pretty good Woo. if you're living your life to the glory of God Come with on. everything you do. That's awesome. That'll preach. So. Take up an offering right now. <laughs> Reach your hands towards the TV. Well, <laughs> it, you, you take you take the snow that's on top of the roof of some of us mature people, and we didn't get that snow. Uh, without some trial and error. Yeah. And so if you ever have the opportunity to pay attention and listen to an older man's wisdom, it would be just exactly like 31 chapters of Come Proverbs on. that's an older man speaking into a younger man's life. Yeah. Now, for those of you who aren't married, my best advice is stay out of the honky-tonks because nothing ever came out the door except heartache and sorrow. Come on. Oh, boo. Uh, Connor, get your guitar out. We're going to sing a country song We'll strike right a chord now. up right now. Well, man, Joe, I, I appreciate you being here with us, too, and sharing with us. Like, obviously, um, you know, we're all different ages across here. It's a pretty good span. <laughs> But I, I, I agree with that. What you've said to us today has been so good for me, and I know it's been good for everyone. So, again, thank you, yes. Joe, for joining us. And I just want to thank everyone else that's listening uh -huh. today, our very first <laughs> Man Life podcast. And so thanks, let me just – Thanks for having Matt Dillon on today. Come on. Amen come on. to that. <laughs> so let's just – I just want to encourage you to remember that we are just uh, – 
real men trying to live a life like Jesus. Yeah. Amen. Amen. That's it. Thank you. Amen. Okay. Easy. Oh, that was amazing. Easy breezy. That was